0: Hello, this is Technology Corner for the week of October 1st, 2006. I'm Bill Blinn with an hour's worth of technology news in far less than an hour because we leave out the sports, the jingles, the weather, and the commercials. First up this morning, the need again to visit windowsupdate.microsoft.com. If you haven't done that in the past week, you need to do that now. There's been another zero-day exploit that has hit Microsoft's Internet Explorer. It's actually been a problem for a while. Microsoft had planned to wait and release the patch on the second Tuesday of October in their normal patch cycle, but they released an out-of-cycle patch earlier in the week after an uncomfortably long delay. You may think that you're safe from these kinds of exploits. You don't visit Russian porn sites. Okay, but do you ever mistype a domain name? There are people who create what are called typo sites, sites that are just slightly misspelled, letters reversed, letters left out, things of that nature. Now, a lot of these just go to search engine type pages that aren't particularly a problem, a little unethical perhaps, but not illegal. Some of them, however, will take you to a site that has code built into it that will take over your computer. We have RescueCom CEO David Millman. RescueCom is a company that helps users fix problems on their computers. David, would you explain what the problem is this time around?
1: We're talking about, uh, in this particular case, uh, a VML security patch, which is a vector markup language. That exists on Internet Explorers 5 and above, which is essentially all the latest computers. And essentially what that allows a a hacker to do is take complete control of your computer and do whatever they want. So this is really one of the largest threats to your identity that exists these types of zero-day infiltrations.
0: When it's called zero-day, that means that it is available to be exploited by the bad guys immediately.
1: Right. It's something that as soon as you click on their code, they have access to your computer immediately. And they can come in on demand without you knowing about it.
0: Now, this is the kind of thing that uh, could occur if, uh, obviously, most people know that they should stay away from, say, for example, uh, sites in Russia that are serving free pornography. But uh, this can also occur on uh, the, the websites that are essentially typo websites, where you misspell a common website name and end up on a site that uh, you didn't intend to go to. Right.
1: It's the kind of thing that you would never expect to happen to you. Everybody knows if a, if a pop-up box comes up and it says, click open to open something dot exe, you kind of expect that you're going to be infected. But this is the kind of thing that if you hit the wrong website and you click on a, on a URL on a link, you end up opening up this VML exposure to your computer and you you wouldn't even know about it. Of course, you would know about it if you were missing funds from your bank. We actually had a customer in uh, Philadelphia that was hacked in a similar way through a wireless connection and they didn't even know that they were hacked until they were missing a couple thousand dollars from their bank account.
0: That's not a good way to find out about it. No. Now, Microsoft has a patch out that was released a couple days ago to fix this particular problem. Is there anything else that a prudent user should do now or be doing for future threats?
1: Well, there's a very easy way of disabling this threat. Uh, You can just disable the VML coding inside of your browser. It's something that uh, we have people call 1-800-RESCUE-7 all the time to lock down their systems from this type of threat or you can actually go to the Microsoft URL to do it yourself.
0: How much damage do you think has already been done? Uh, Microsoft's response to this was perhaps reasonably fast by Microsoft standards, but uh, by a lot of people's standards it was pretty slow. How much damage do you think has been done?
1: RescueCom has found that the damage to people that call into our call center, they don't really know what happens. They come in, they realize that their computers are running slow. In fact, The top reason, 19% of callers that call into 1-800-RESCUE-7 actually find that their computer has been affected by spyware, this type of of hack, some kind of zero-day approach or or spam uh, attacks, and that's a very big problem. RescueCom estimates that there are millions of affected users that don't even know it.
0: Now, RescueCom, as the name suggests, offers recovery and repair services, so undoubtedly you've seen a lot of... Results from this problem and from other problems in the past. There seems to be kind of a a reaction whenever a new problem crops up. You get the, oh, no, it's the worst thing ever kind of response, and and people panic, and then we find a way to mitigate the threat and get on with our lives. But it seems to me that the the effect on this would be cumulative in, in a way. Does the fear factor eventually cause some people just to give up, do you think?
1: It's almost the exact opposite, is that people really, they've heard about it, They've heard of spyware, they've they've heard of these attacks, but nobody believes it's going to happen to them. And sometimes there's there's a false security, they're lulled into a sense of false security. So
0: maybe it comes down to uh, the old saying about freedom, if you want it, you'd better safeguard it.
1: Exactly. Protect your computer, uh, lock down this uh, VML problem. It's not only Internet Explorer. Some people think that going to Mozilla Firefox or the Apple Safari or one of the other browsers are going to protect them. These type of hacks exist across multiple browsers. Of course, Internet Explorer is the most common and most famous for having these exploits, but it's not restricted to just the Microsoft Internet Explorer.
0: The biggest target, but not the only target.
1: Exactly. Be vigilant when using the Internet. And of course, anytime one of your listeners has a problem, Uh, Rescue.com is coast-to-coast and border-to-border. We have 140 franchise locations, and users can reach us at 1-800-RESCUE-7 or on the web at www.rescuecom.com.
0: That's Rescue.com CEO David Millman. And once again, if you haven't visited the Windows Update site recently, like within the past week, it would be a very good idea to do that today. HTTP colon slash slash Windows Update microsoft.com. Remember the Mars rovers, when they were launched, when they finally made it to Mars, when they started working on Mars, and scientists thought they would get perhaps 30 days, they'd be happy with 90 days service from these devices? Well, it's been a thousand days now. Everything should work this well. Opportunity, it's a robot about the size of a golf cart, has been wandering around Mars, and it's now standing at Victoria Crater. That's the Martian equivalent of our Grand Canyon. The second rover, Spirit, is also still growing strong, although it recently broke a wheel, and they have to run it largely in reverse and be very careful where they're taking it. But still, these things have worked for a thousand days. Scientists would have been ecstatic if they'd run for a hundred days. One of the most recent problems they had involved a software update. Think Y2K. Remember when we used to show dates on a computer, show the year as two digits? Well, the folks who designed the Mars rovers figured that there was no chance these things would ever run for more than a three-digit number of days. That would be up to 999 They were hoping for 100 days, 999 seemed like far more than they would ever need. Well, they need four digits, so they had to modify the software. They've done an upload, and that has worked properly, so the rovers will now continue to run for as long. Well, they could run for 9,999 days. Chances are they're not going to have to do another software upgrade. By the way, in in those 1,000 days, the rovers have logged between them a total of less than 10 miles. Maximum speed is about 44 yards a day. Opportunity has gone just a little less than six miles. Spirit has traveled a little less than four. Still a pretty amazing thing. And speaking of amazing, perhaps somewhat less amazing, Thumbs Plus is a... Well, it used to be a little utility application designed to help users organize and view digital images, but the growth of digital cameras has caused serious software, people who make Thumbs Plus, to expand their utility program somewhat. The program is large, complex, and now often patched. Version 7 was released not many months ago. Already there have been three patches on the Technology Corner website, www TechBiter, T-E-C-H-B-Y-T-E-R dot com, you'll see a list of the changes that occurred in build 2222. The next release was 2225, and the release that came out most recently, 2228. Just looking through the bugs reveals how complex the program has become. 2222, for example, fixed a problem so that the application could rename a file that's inside Another application, 2225 fixed problems with database connections and also fixed problems with file names longer than 256 characters. Who would name a file with more than 256 characters? And the latest build, 2228, deals with a memory leak that involves CMYK files. CMYK is is a file that would be used for professional printing. And that memory leak occurs in rather unusual circumstances. First of all, the file has to be a CMYK file. And second, the image has to be more than 30 times the height of the highest resolution monitor available. Moving along to nerdly news. They lose money on every sale, but they'll make it up in volume. Well, of course, that doesn't work. But that's what Microsoft's plan is. The Zune is Microsoft's answer to Apple's iPod. Microsoft will soon begin selling the Zune at $250. It'll be going on sale in mid-November. Microsoft will probably lose money on every sale, but Microsoft also has plans to open an online music store that will sell individual tracks at 99 cents, and that's where they'll make their money. Zune is a bit different from Apple's iPod. It will allow people to share music over Wi-Fi. That's something Apple doesn't yet offer. According to Jupyter Research, this feature would be important to only about 11% of consumers. Zune also has a built-in FM radio, something Apple does not offer. And Microsoft's music subscription service will offer access to 2 million songs for about $15 a month. The Zune will also be able to play video. The initial release will have a 30 gigabyte hard drive. That's enough for about 5,000 or so music selections, depending on length and quality. The HP saga continues to bubble along. Patricia Dunn and some of the other people from HP appeared in front of Congress this week. I do not accept personal responsibility for what happened. Those are the words of Patricia Dunn. She is now the former chair of Hewlett-Packard. Dunn was fired or resigned, or maybe a little bit of both, for her part in the Unethical at best, and possibly illegal actions in attempting to find the source of information leaks from the board. On the other hand, Mark Hurd, who replaced Dunn, told Congress there's no excuse for this aberration. It happened and will never happen again. What's continuing here? Well, the California Attorney General is still considering filing suit against HP. Congress continues to investigate. Ten of the witnesses called by Congress, including HP's chief legal counsel, Ann Baskins, cited protection under the Fifth Amendment, and refused to testify. Baskins, whose handwritten notes from a meeting in June 2005 showed she was aware of the using of pretext to extract information, has resigned. Pretexting, by the way, is a fancy word for lying. The pretexter claims to be someone else and attempts to get information from a company. For example, if I want your phone records, I call your phone company and claim to be you and that I need information about my your phone records i push long enough and hard enough the phone company will give me information about your phone records just because i claimed to be you that's pretexting as far as i'm concerned that's illegal so is this a disaster for the attorney at uh, hp well if you consider a 3.6 million dollar golden parachute a disaster it certainly is It's kind of a parting gift from HP. The winks and nods weren't visible. Maybe someday I will understand why those who do things that drag their companies into the mud are then rewarded with multi-million dollar prizes when they resign under fire. So far, I haven't been smart enough to figure that one out. That's it, and thanks for listening. This has been Technology Corner for the week of October 1st, 2006. I'm Bill Blinn. Check out the website, www.techbiter.com. You can also send email from there. Thanks. Bye-bye.